A recombinant form of the human hormone relaxin could help some patients hospitalized with heart failure. That's according to researchers from California who presented findings from the RELAX study to the American Heart Association scientific sessions in Los Angeles. In humans, relaxin modulates cardiovascular responses during pregnancy. And John Tierlink explained to Sarah Maxwell how this translated into benefit for patients with acute heart failure. We took a lesson from Mother Nature in terms of looking at what happens in pregnancy. And in pregnancy, it is a requirement that the mom, the mom has to have a tremendous improvement in their cardiac, vascular, and renal function. And these are exact kind of things that we like to see in the setting of acute heart failure. We, it's in humans, relaxin is the hormone that's responsible for most of those adaptations, including having antifibrotic, anti-inflammatory, and anti-ischemic effects. So we decided to take that forward into the acute heart failure setting using serolaxin, which is the recombinant form of human relaxin 2. And this is a phase three randomized um, trial. How, what exactly have you done here? Sure. So this is the second trial. We had initially the pre-relaxed trial of 234 patients where we selected the dose of 30 micrograms per kilogram per day, where we saw initially improvements in symptoms, clinical outcomes in hospital, as well as a trend towards improvements in cardiovascular and all-cause mortality. We translated those results forward into the relaxed AHF trial, which is a study of 1,161 patients, patients who were admitted for heart failure with dyspnea at rest or minimal exertion, who also have mild to moderate renal dysfunction and normal to elevated systolic blood pressures and were enrolled within 16 hours of presentation. And so what did you find? Because you have had further encouraging um, all-cause mortality results. Absolutely. So what we initially saw was an improvement in the primary endpoint of improvement in dyspnea, 19% improvement in the visual analog scale area under the curve over five days. So the trial was considered a positive trial for meeting its indication for demonstrating dyspnea improvement. But those improvements in symptoms were also associated with improvements in signs and symptoms of congestion, reductions in worsening of heart failure events during the hospitalization, and all of this was despite um, reduced uses of diuretics and intravenous therapies, as well as a reduction in renal adverse events. And then this ultimately demonstrated a 37% reduction in both cardiovascular and all-cause mortality up to day 180. So is this as good as it really sounds, though? How robust really are these findings at this stage? Well, I think one of the things we need to keep in mind is this is not the first trial in this series. So this is a second trial showing very similar results. So I think we as the investigators are very confident in the um, results in terms of showing improvements in symptoms and clinical outcomes, and they're supported by the totality of the data. We actually have here a chain of kind of evidence going from the biological plausibility to the early improvement in symptoms, the in-hospital reduction in bad events, which we know actually correlate to later mortality, and then ultimately the improvement in mortality. What's your take-home message then for the practicing community at this stage? Um, To wait and see what happens and we hope that we get um, encouraging news from different regulatory agencies and the opportunity to have people use this in their clinical practice. Dr. John Tierlink, Professor of Medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. At the same session, Sarah asked Milton Packer, who commented on the RELAX study, what he made of the results. They are very exciting. It's the first study that we've seen that shows a mortality reduction, long-term mortality reduction, as a result of a short-term intravenous intervention in acutely decompensated heart failure. 
Um, and so if this uh, if mortality effect is real, um, it will change the way we practice and treat patients with this disease. Dr. Milton Packer, Chair and Professor of Clinical Sciences at the University of Texas Southwestern in Dallas. For Audio Medica News, I'm Peter Goodwin.